Welcome to Men in Relationships, the podcast about evolving the emotional habits of men through inner transformation that will lead to positive external changes in your relationship. I believe there's a huge lack in support and vulnerability and discussion around these topics about men in relationships. And that's why I'm here talking to you today. So sit back, relax, and let's grow. Hey, what's up? It's Joel back with another episode of Men in Relationships. I am happy to say that I'm nearing the end of my coaching program that I'm in currently, which is exciting because that's going to free up some time for me. And the last few months have really been jam-packed with uh, <laughs> with things to do, I guess, especially being in this course. There's a lot of action steps and work to, to do myself along with everything else I have going on in life. So it's really going to open up a bit of free time for me, which I'm really excited about and looking forward to. And with that being said, I will be able to take on a couple more coaching clients. So if any of these episodes resonate with you or you're feeling like you're in a spot where you're ready to take more action, where you're ready to go to the next level to really help your relationship because I've been there. I've been there trying to tackle it myself, trying to navigate all these problems that I'm faced with in my relationship. And it's just so difficult to go at it yourself or even just go at it with your partner because you're going to be so grounded within your own perceptions of how you view things should be getting resolved. So I I just found it so impactful and really expedited the process of change and transformation to get my relationship on track when uh, Jess and I and I seeked outside help from coaches, from family, from mentors, and it just really, really expedited the process. So having more time, I really hope that I can connect with some of you and potentially work on helping you do the same. Um, but that is that and yeah, looking forward to that spare time opening up. But today's episode is really based on why men should be in tune with their emotions to avoid relationship issues. And there's two threads that I want to discuss here. And as men, we just don't really want to focus on emotions. That's more in the feminine energy. And as guys, we tend to live in that masculine energy to get it done, push emotions aside, you know, create fulfillment, freedom, passion, <laughs> pursuit of greatness, all of those things. And getting in tune with our emotions is a lot more feminine. Uh, we need to receive, we need to feel, we need to be somatic. There's a lot that we are not taught and that is kind of uncomfortable and against the natural grain of what men and masculine energy um, leads us to. So, but I'm here to tell you that it's necessary. It's so, so necessary to do because it's just impossible for us to understand what's going on. And there's actually, there's actually so many dynamics that need to get unpacked with emotions 
for us to show up in a relationship. It's just impossible otherwise. And there's two threads I want to talk about today that will hopefully break this down and bring more awareness to you around the subject. So emotions will lead to us having a mood. And that mood, if we carry on that mood for an extended period of time, can lead to a temperament. And if we don't shake things up and that temperament goes on and on and on, it can lead to a personality trait. This is conditioning the body to live in the past because we experienced an emotion from the past which made us have a mood, which made us have a temperament, which now all of a sudden we have this personality trait. So because of something that happened to us in the past, we held on to those emotions and that carried through into a mood, into a temperament, in and now into a personality trait. And I found this within myself. I had the personality trait of being grumpy, being bitter, being angry, all because of the fact that I didn't resolve or unpack my emotions. I just let them compound and compound and bury things and bury things <laughs> over the years, especially when I got into a relationship. I did not unpack those. And, they, and, and I actively saw this transpire in my own life. So think of your body as a storage closet. If we don't process the events and circumstances that happened to us in the past, our body will store them, will store those emotions associated to the event in which we experienced at that time. So this doesn't even need to be a traumatic experience, but obviously it has a bigger impact. If it was a traumatic experience, we experienced something in the past, we, we experienced an emotion, and we don't work through it. We don't, we don't understand why it's there. We don't have the awareness on it. And our body just holds on to that and stores it. If we're not moving it and passing that through, it's just we're just going to hold on to that. That's why trauma or, or fears or whatever can last our whole life. Think back to an event back when you were a kid. I'm sure you had a somewhat traumatic or terrifying experience. And to this day, let's say you encountered a snake or you went in an elevator that broke down. And now to this day, if you see a snake or if you go into an elevator, you experience that same emotion, that fear, that anxiety, that terror, because your body has stored it. You haven't worked through it. It's quite an amazing thing that happens, but usually, usually it's not working in our favor. So unfortunately, the brain works by repetition and association. So it doesn't take a major trauma to produce the effect of the body becoming the mind. So the body, remember, is the storage closet. Our body stores the emotion and our mind will release the associated chemicals with the memory. So our body is like that locked box. It's going to hold everything and it's going to remind our, our mind to say, hey, here's that similar situation again. Release these chemicals. And there's, there, there is that mind-body connection. And that's, this is all leading up to why it's so important to work through your emotions in, that, in real time when they happen that same day. Otherwise, this will go on. And I'll get to why it's going to affect your relationship as well. So again, mood. A mood is a short-term chemical state. You know, you might experience a mood for a few hours, maybe a couple days, but it's that expression of prolonged emotional reaction. So it's not just this hit, but you're you're in it for a few hours or a few days. You're in that mood, and the chemicals aren't used up right away. They kind of linger. There's a refractory period before they go away. And a temperament 
is the tendency toward habitual expression of an emotion through certain behaviors. So this is if that goes on for weeks or months, you have that habitual expression of that mood. Now it's not just a couple hours or a couple days, but okay, now you're holding on to things for weeks, maybe months. And if you do that, then it's going to lead to that personality trait where the refractory period of emotion lasts months or years, or you know, it's, it's permanent. And you could probably see this if you know somebody who's very angry, bitter, or grumpy, or they just who they are, they're, they're stuck in their old ways. That's because this happened. They haven't worked through their emotions and it prolonged and now it's a personality trait. So our personality in essence is how we think, act and feel, which is anchored from the past. And that's why it's so, so important to work through these things. And again, if we're experiencing these moods and they linger into temperaments and personality traits based on what our part, based on what we're living our day-to-day life with, with our partner, let's say our partner engages a mood, uh, a not ideal mood. Now we're going to hold that within us and we show up the next day and we experience a similar mood and a similar mood and that that cycle keeps repeating. Now you can see how it's going to turn into a temperament and a personality trait. And now all of a sudden your partner and yourself might have these personality traits that clearly are not ideal. So why it's important to be in touch with your emotions. I wanted, I, I want to kind of explain emotions a little bit, and this is kind of the second thread. So remember the first thread is, is basically if you don't work through your emotions, um, and you keep experiencing similar circumstances or events can be a mood lead to a temperament, eventually to a personality trait. So I want to talk about emotions for a second here. So the word emotion comes from the Latin phrase energy in motion. And there's researchers like her name is Mira Kirschenbaum, I think. And she claims that we source more energy from our emotions than we do from physical parts of our body. So when you are emotionally drained, you will not have energy and mental peak states aren't only for external success, but also necessary for relationship success. So this is kind of the second thread that I want to talk about, meaning we might feel depleted of energy if we are not working through those emotions and we, we can generate energy from emotions rather than the external physical doing actually doing things. So, and, and, and I'll get to this in a second, why, why that's the case. But if you have no energy all the time and you're, you're always showing up with low energy, low vibration, that's clearly going to lead to a destructive relationship. You know, that low energy is going to be that mood lead to a temperament leading to a personality trait. And there's an emotional energy framework where there's certain types of emotions that are going to create either an energy drain or an energy boost. And I'm sure you can relate to, to some of these, but the high energy draining emotions are, think of grief, shock, rage, hysteria. If you've ever been in a place of grief or sorrow or, or shock or rage, think about after you just raged, you're going to be so low energy, uh, not maybe in that moment, but you know, let a few minutes pass and you've used everything up. You've used everything in the tank or if, or if you're grieving, it's just an emotional weight. 
or there's things that are probably most common in the day-to-day living, such as medium energy drains, which could be worry, distrust, sadness, guilt, frustration, anger, fear, dwelling, insecurity. So a lot of these are very common in relationships if you're not in a good place. And you can see how if you're living this out every single day, if you have worry or you have distress or you feel guilty or you're frustrated, you're going to be drained of energy. And I I can really relate to this because back when Jess and I were really going through things, there was a lot of frustration. I'd say the biggest thing for, for me anyways is I felt so frustrated. I felt frustrated that I couldn't change. I felt frustrated that we kept having the same arguments. I'd be angry. So I, have, I would have really low energy levels and I, because it was, it was using all this energy. And I would, again, experiencing these over and over and over again every day, you know, that would be a mood. And then that would lead to a temperament. And I began to see myself having this personality trait. I would just show up this way every single day. But on the flip side of things, if uh, we are to experience emotions that provide an energy boost, those might be emotions such as inspiration, trust. Uh, recognition, hope, joy, interest, appreciation, or even high energy boost, love, passion, happiness, enthusiasm, or amazement. So you can see how it's going to be extremely difficult to cultivate those things which are necessary for a healthy relationship, love, passion, happiness, enthusiasm, amazement. That's what what we're gunning for, but it's going to be extremely difficult if we're continually experiencing those energy draining emotions like worry, distrust, sadness, guilt, frustration on a daily basis. So how do you move your emotions to avoid them from being stored in your body? And this is why it's so important. And you know, if you are holding on to a lot of things from the past and in the past or traumatic experiences, that's why there are, you know, therapy might be useful to unpack those, to bring you to zero, to bring you to that playing, you know, uh, to bring you to the baseline of, okay, now we can move forward, but without unpacking all that stuff from the past, it's going to be very, very difficult because chances are you've just stacked more emotions onto that past, we'll call it baggage or, or past stored emotions. They're still in that storage closet. Like we talked about, our body will store everything unless we're, pro- unless we're properly processing those emotions if we're working through them. And remember, emotions, the definition of emotion is energy in motion. So if we're not putting that energy into motion, if we're not moving through, if we're not passing through that emotion, it's, it's just going to compound and store. And, and, if, and if you're a guy who, is, who has difficulty working through your emotions, I guarantee you've experienced this. I guarantee you've felt this compound effect where it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And you get more irritated and more frustrated the quicker and quicker and quicker because your storage locker is full. You have nowhere else to store these emotions. So now all of a sudden everything is a trigger. Everything's rubbing you the wrong way. Everything your partner says is just pissing you off because you haven't worked through this. So how do we move our emotions to avoid them from being stored in our body? And again, we want to do this as soon as possible and and turn this into a practice because chances are life is difficult. You know, life throws so many different curveballs at us. And if we're not processing all these emotions that come up, hopefully you understand by now why it's important to pass to, to, to move, to make them through, to, 
to move those emotions out of our body so our body doesn't store them as a memory so that it doesn't turn in and compound just like that traumatic experience from the past you know you're terrified to go on an elevator because it got stuck how many years ago or you're, you're terrified to go on an airplane because you had turbulence you know 25 years ago and that's going to be stored in your body so those are just really basic examples of what's happening but this this can happen at a smaller scale as well just um if you have an argument in your relationship or you don't talk something through and you experience an emotion associated to that experience you will store that and then when the similar experience happens your body is going to remind your brain hey release these chemicals release this stress release this anxiety because here's a reminder from the past so our body is always going to keep us living in the past unless we work this stuff through. So back to how do we move those emotions to avoid them from being stored in your body? First step, we have to notice it. We have to understand what's going on. We can't just emotionally react and not be aware or not be conscious that we're reacting or that our body is in control, right? We want to override our body being in control. We want to override our body reminding our brain we want to say, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I really feel like reacting right now. I'm really steaming right now. I feel really pissed off. We need to notice that prior before emotionally reacting. And we need to expose it and understand where it's coming from. Okay, okay, I'm feeling really irritated right now. And this is because, okay, maybe this happened in my workday and maybe what my partner is saying to me is triggering that. Okay, I see what's going on here. Then we need to, step two, allow yourself to feel it and be fully aware of it. So feeling it, not just exposing it and saying, ah, there it is, there's this emotion that's coming up, but actually feel it. Give yourself a minute or two to feel what's going on, whether that's guilt, frustration, fear, whatever it is, feel into that instead of, especially men, we try to ignore and avoid anything that we're feeling and we repress it, we push it aside. But remember, our body, our storage locker is not going to be able to process it without us actively processing it. It's just going to store it. So pushing it away might be a very short term fix for it, but it is certainly not the solution because our body will hold on to that literally for our entire life if we don't process it. So allow yourself to feel it and be fully aware of it. Step three, identify the lesson taught by the emotion. Okay, what is this emotion teaching me? Why am I feeling frustrated? Is feeling frustrated the best plan of attack here? How is being frustrated going to benefit me? What if this is a lesson? How can I use this to grow? How can I use this to take a new action? How can I not let this dictate the rest of my day? Where's the lesson here? Okay. Um, and then step four, develop and follow a new course of action. So again, we want to notice it. We want to feel it. So we're not repressing it. We want to identify, is there a lesson? And then develop a new course of action. Okay, I really want to do this. So what would be the other course of action? It, it's, it's, it's a really simple process. It's just very difficult to do especially without the awareness on how to do this. So when you really want to do something and say, oh God, I just want to, I just want to unleash here. I just want to unleash my rage, my anger, my frustration. I just want to let it out. But what would be the opposite of that? And this isn't going to happen necessarily in an instant. We're probably going to need a cool down phase, which I'll talk about in a second. But what is literally the opposite course of action? 
than what I would normally do here. Okay, well, I would cool off. I'd maybe go for a walk, listen to music, do whatever I need to do to get me in a better state. And then I would actually come back and say, oh, I apologize, partner, Jess, for being frustrated here. But let me explain what why I'm feeling this way. And, you know, hopefully we can we can have a, a good night and we can talk this through and I can come and give you a hug and a kiss, whatever it may be. You know, what's the opposite course of action than you would have done? Again, easier said than done, but this is the process. There's no way around this. So that's kind of the four-step framework. And if you need to listen to that again or write that down, press pause, rewind, and write that down because there's no way around it other than that. <laughs> there's no pill. God, there's certainly no pill to do that. You know, I'm highly, highly supportive of natural remedies and working through things because it's the only way to permanent solution. Pills and medications, yes, can get you to that baseline for you to then take action to naturally course correct and naturally re remediate and fix things. Um, so, yeah. And but anyways, on on, uh, on the note of, you know, this isn't all going to just magically happen you're probably going to need space and some kind of, not disruption, but some kind of elimination from your familiar environment. Because our environment is so important because in familiar environments, if we have these bad habits, if we don't work through emotions, our environment can also trigger that mind-body connection of, oh, this is how you feel on a, on a daily basis. Let's create it again because that's what we're familiar with. So having a space for you to be removed from a familiar environment that often creates this type of emotion is so important. And for me, uh, either I'll go to the gym to also move my physical body because that helps a lot while we're moving our body and processing all of this at the same time. It's very, very, for me anyways, very impactful and helps me a lot because now I'm moving my body. I'm in a higher state of frequency. I'm, I have more, I have more energy because moving our body does create more energy, but also creating those emotions is going to create more energy as well. Like I said, that framework, um, <clears throat> the medium energy boost, if I'm inspired and you know, if I'm moving my body and feeling those endorphins, now it's a double whammy. Now I'm feeling better. My body's feeling good. I'm moving. I'm more activated. I have more physical energy. Now I can process through, okay, now let me go through that four-step framework. I'm going to notice it, understand where this is coming from, allow myself to feel it, be fully aware of it, identify the lesson taught by this emotion, and develop and follow a new course of action. Okay, I can kind of now, through my hour workout, process all of this, piece this all together, and come up with an intention of how I'm going to you know, process this and, and move through it. Okay, I'm not going to let this emotion dictate the rest of my day. I'm going to take a new course of action. And in doing so, I will then feel a new emotion. On the other side of that, fully processing and working through this emotion so it does not get stored in my body. Or, you know, if you don't have the time to go to the gym, I, I, I highly recommend creating a room or a, an area of a room that's kind of a safe space. So you can go to this in the heat of the moment and kind of just remove yourself. Hey, hey, Jess. Hey, partner. I just need to process this. Just, you know, I'll be back in 10, 20 minutes. And, and I've, I've done this many times where I just need to, kind of like a timeout to process this because it's hard to do in the real moment. 
So I'll go to my meditation room, sit in my meditation chair, close my eyes, put my blindfold on, earplugs in, eliminate all external um, environments, familiar environments, and just go within. So I can really dissociate from the external world and just go within and look internally to, to process all of this. So that's my process and that's kind of the a little bit of science what's going on to holding on to emotions and what happens if we don't process them. They'll you know they'll we'll have a mood, that mood can turn into a temperament and that temperament can eventually turn into a personality trait. And clearly this will be detrimental to relationships. So I hope this brought some sort of value to you. I hope that you can use that four-step framework to help you process through your emotions. I guarantee if you do this and work on this, you will see drastic results in your relationship. And again, all this is easier said than done. And sometimes we need that accountability source or person who's been there before. And that could be a coach. And you know, I would love to be... Uh, I, I'm here if, if, if that is ever something that, that you need or that is calling to you because I, I truly see the value in it and I understand that this process can be very difficult but I, I, I speak with conviction when I say that it is possible for everyone to change no matter how rooted you are in your personality this can all be broken down of course we don't want it to go on for a prolonged period of time. So the quicker you change this, obviously the easier and better it's going to be for your future and your relationship. So that is it for me today. I hope you found value in this episode and I'll see you on the next one. Take care. Before I let you go, I just want to let you know what I've been up to behind the scenes. I've been busy building a program called the Emotional Evolution Process. And this program was built through inspiration and really just a passion for something that I believe in so strongly and where, there, where there's just really a lack in the market for, and that is men in relationships and to help men evolve their emotional habits. This is something that we need to work on, especially if we want a fulfilling, successful relationship or if we need to repair one that might be in jeopardy right now. So, like I said, check me out on socials, send me a message on socials to connect, and if this sounds like a fit for you, I would love to hear from you. Other than that, have a great day.